Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Adam Talks, a podcast that takes an alternative look at retirement. This is Adam Bergman, founder and CEO of IRA Financial. If you want to learn more, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on social media. Just search IRA Financial. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Adam Talks. Today's episode, we are going to be talking real estate investors, new IRS rules to save you tax. This is a very timely podcast with uh, 2020 coming to an end. There uh, are some important provisions in the CARES Act, which was passed in March 2020, uh, that could ultimately save real estate investors a good amount of, of tax this year. And there are actually two key provisions that I'm going to focus this podcast on that are actually sort of under the radar provisions that could ultimately be a big bonus, uh, literally, for real estate investors. So most of you know what the CARES Act was. It was passed uh, March 2020, $2.2 trillion stimulus bill to combat the financial effects of COVID-19. Most of you know the CARES Act for the PPP or the Supplemental Unemployment Program uh, that helped millions of Americans, businesses, individuals cope with the financial impact of COVID. Uh, however, the CARES Act had a number of other very under the radar, but very, very important provisions that ultimately could save businesses and specifically real estate investors a bundle of money when they file their taxes next year. So I've done a number of podcasts and blogs on, on some of these provisions, but I really want to just kind of focus on these two provisions again, because I know 2020 has been a crazy upside down year. And I just want to make sure that uh, all you listeners out there are at least remembering these two provisions. So when you're thinking or doing your tax return uh, next year for the 2020 taxable year, and you're talking to your tax professional or tax advisor, you can bring up these points to make sure that they're being potentially incorporated into your return, uh, whether they're, they're, they're relevant. So the first one is 100% bonus depreciation. Um, and this was a really important provision because it expanded the definition for qualified improvement property. So under the CARES Act, the definition of qualified improvement property includes now non-residential rental property and retroactively allows businesses to use the expanded definition back to tax year 2018. So basically this means that businesses, and we'll get to soon real estate investors, engage in, for example, leasing commercial rental property, can deduct 100% of improvement costs versus what was the law prior was the depreciating over 39 years. So anyone who made qualified improvement to non-residential rental property basically can now fully deduct those costs and actually amend, go back to, to 18 and amend the return. So what's qualified improvement property? Well, like for example, replacing drywall, improving fire protection, repairing electrical and plumbing systems. They're, those are good examples of interior improvements that qualify for this 100% bonus depreciation. So this is a really big uh, provision, uh, especially for real estate professionals. Now, this is a very important point to this. Not every real estate investor can take advantage of this bonus depreciation provision. You need to be 
essentially a business. Okay. And this brings us into complex set of rules involving passive, passive activity losses. But essentially, this is a quick synopsis of how those rules work. So essentially, if you are a passive real estate investor, you can deduct um, pretty much up to $25,000 of losses and credits from passive rental real estate against non-passive income. And this is only if you actively participate. If you do not actively participate and you're just a passive, passive investor, you're not going to be able to really offset any uh, passive losses against active income. Okay, But if you actively participate, um, and it's a lesser degree of material participation, which we'll get into, you essentially uh, can, could deduct up to 25 grand, but it phases out for anyone over 100 grand in, in AGI or adjusted gross income. So it's not really used. However, if you're defined as a real estate professional, which basically means you work 750 hours annually on activities such as leasing, marketing, tenant recruitment, or property management, and that is more than 50% of your work, you can be defined as a real estate professional and actually get the advantage to fully deduct those expenses. So going back to the whole concept of qualified and proven property, if you are considered a real estate, uh, a designated real estate professional, you meet that 750 hour and, and the 50% threshold, you will be able to get a bonus depreciation of what you paid for qualified and proven property in 2020, instead of having to depreciate it over 39 or, or so years, you can now get that immediate depreciation deduction for the current year, which is huge. Um, depending obviously on, on what you've done this year, um, adding the caveat of non-residential is really good because it, it can help businesses. Um, and uh, so long as you did qualified improvement property, if you're a business, you'll get that bonus deduction. If you're a real estate investor, you want to make sure you satisfy the definition of real estate professional, uh, the 750 hour, 50% threshold, and then you can fully take advantage of that bonus depreciation provision, which is really cool and a really neat provision that not a lot of people have talked about. Uh, just do a Google search around. You're not going to see a lot of articles. Some, some top law firms and accounting firms have talked about it. But for, for the you know, regular old real estate investor that's just kind of worrying about getting deals done, making money, surviving COVID, taking care of their families, this provision's kind of gone under the radar and it, it could really save you a bundle uh, of taxes next year because of that bonus deduction. So again, remember, if you do satisfy the definition or you think you can get there of a real estate professional, um, this is something that, that could be very important to you. Um, and ultimately, um, you know, save you a bundle of cash. So um, again, just just take note of that. You want to definitely want to document the fact uh, that you are a real estate professional. Um, whether it's keeping you know notes, calendar times you spent on various properties, meetings, uh, who you talked to, who you met with regarding property, marketing activities, things like that. If you can keep detailed records to help you get to that. 750 hour threshold, I think that would be really important. Um, again, designated real estate professionals who materially participate get that uh, bonus deduction. Um, and you also get to avoid the net investment tax, which is you know, about 3.8%. So it, it's a really big win and, and just something to keep in mind. The second one I've done a, a podcast on uh, several months ago, and, and I think a blog or two, the net operating law. So the, going back to 2017, uh, President Trump signed the uh, Jobs Act, 
net, OL, net operating losses or NOLs basically could be forward, carried forward, but not back uh, to earlier years. Okay. So on top of that, the deductible amount was limited to 80% of the taxable income, okay, which reduced kind of the power of the NOL. And the NOLs are very powerful tools. Believe it or not, some businesses' biggest asset are NOLs. I, I had a friend of mine when I, when I worked as a, a tax lawyer in a major law firm in New York. He spent almost three years on a NOL case for a major uh, corporation that was essentially a $400 million NOL they were fighting with the IRS over. He spent almost three years of his time probably racked up you know, millions of dollars in legal fees. But again, if, if you can take advantage of a $400 million NOL, that's, that's gold, right? You're able to d- reduce your taxable income by $400 million. That, that makes the company look a lot more profitable. So this is big, big stuff. And even for small businesses, NOLs, you can go back and amend. So what do the CARES Act do? It suspended these limitations temporarily for tax years 2018, 19, and 20. And it allows for NOLs to fully offset prior year income for the preceding five years. So this modification provides significant tax planning opportunity for businesses you know, to strategize and potentially you know, go after refunds and reduce taxable liability. You know, for example, if you had a business that had losses in 2020, which you know, <laughs> there's lots like restaurants, hotels, and, and a whole retail and a whole slew of other businesses. But earlier in the years, whether it was 18, 19, you were profitable. You can go back and actually carry back the 2020 NOL to prior gain years and get a refund of the previously paid income taxes. So this is huge, right? This could be even bigger than that 100% bonus deduction I just talked about for qualifying improvement property for real estate and uh, professionals. If you have losses this year, whether you're in business or an active real estate investor that materially participates, a designated real estate professional, you can go back to 18 to 19 and use the losses to offset income and get a refund. The IRS will either allow you to credit that going forward or send you a check that you can use to, uh, for your business or for whatever you, you want, um, and, and you will get those NOLs. So again, you need to be an active business or a designated real estate uh, professional. You should talk to your advisor to strategize the best ways of doing that. Um, um, and, and figure out because there's some some things to think about. For example, let's say you had losses in 18, but had a good year in 17. Okay, you you can go back and and figure out if you want to go forward or back or what you want to do. So there's some interesting uh, maneuvering that could be done from a tax standpoint to maximize the NOL benefits. But again, this is huge. It suspends the Jobs Act loss limitations, the 80% of taxable income, and and the only the ability to only go forward. It used to be before the 2017 rules, used to be able to go two back, 20 forward. They got rid of the back. Now, basically, the CARES Act allowed you to go back two years, which, which is a, a bonus, a big, big win. Um, it, it's surprising you don't see more articles uh, about this. As I mentioned, I wrote a blog. I think I wrote an article for Forbes on this. This is a huge, huge provision for uh, active real estate investors and businesses that hopefully people are not forgetting about. I hope uh, your tax advisor and accountant is well aware of these two provisions I just focused on on this podcast because this can save you ultimately a bundle of cash and, and hopefully really reduce your tax liability and also put some cash in your pocket if you have NOLs this year and you're able to go back and get a refund from the IRS. Um, you know that that just may be the silver lining, you know, to this this horrible COVID pandemic for you. So. 
Um, that's it. I mean, I think those are the two key provisions. If you're a, a business owner or a real estate investor, these new IRS rules and the CARES Act, they're going to go away at the end of the year. So they really only apply for the 2020 taxable year. Who knows if there's any supplemental, um, we, we all know there'll be some supplemental stimulus, but I'm not sure how that's going to play from a tax standpoint. There could be, depending um, on what the Biden administration does, there, there could be some more um, tax and business benefits that will pop up in future acts. And I'll be sure to keep you uh, abreast of those. But the CARES Act was, uh, I think, a really successful bill uh, besides the PPP and the supplemental you know, unemployment insurance payments uh, for businesses, this bonus depreciation and the NOL provisions, I think, are um, you know, big winners. And I think will actually help those uh, impacted by COVID to hopefully uh, reduce their taxes. And in the case of the NOLs, hopefully uh, go get a refund from prior years and put some cash in your pocket, uh, which w w would be great, obviously. So um, there you have it. Um, stay healthy, stay safe. Thanks for uh, all your support, Self-Directed Retirement Nation. This podcast wasn't really um, on uh, retirement accounts. This was a more of a straight up uh business real estate tax podcast, you know, as a tax former, well, practicing tax lawyer, I'm still a tax lawyer, uh, you know, doing this over 20 years. Um, this is a fun podcast because I'm going to go back and put my tax attorney hat on and, and have some fun with the CARES Act and, and try to hopefully present a couple uh, ways that um, those impacted by COVID um, and you know those that satisfy the uh, definition for bonus depreciation or NOLs can can hopefully reduce their taxable um, income or put some cash in their pocket. So I want to wish everyone a happy holiday season. Um, thank you for subscribing, for listening. Also, you know if you have more time, you're kind of bored, uh, or just want to learn more about self-directed retirement topics. Check out my two other podcasts or weekly podcast. Um, I think they're really interesting. Ad mail and ad bits. Mail talks, goes through three of the best questions I get from clients on various topics. And then ad bits talks about a, it focuses really on one specific self-directed retirement topic uh, on that week. So uh, 10 or so minutes each podcast, I think you know, you'll, you'll get uh, some benefit from them and hopefully uh, it won't put you to sleep. So <laughs> there you have it. Uh, have a great holiday uh, season. Be safe, be healthy. And I'll uh, talk to everyone next week. Thanks for listening.